Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bengal and Liz Hartman. It is Friday once again, and welcome to City Talk. Yes, you are here with Sabrina Bingle and my co-host, Liz Hartman. And it's the Girl Good Power morning. today. It's Girl Power today. I'm excited. It's Friday once again. Every other day is Friday. Is that not true, Liz? That is true. It is oh, my true. goodness gracious. I know you know that busy. We've had a busy week. I've seen you a couple of times this week with it all the great very busy week. functions. Now, wasn't Tuesday the Community Fabric Awards just... Tuesday was Community Fabric Awards. It was awesome. Yeah, just a ton of stuff. That was amazing. And I would like to say Greg Singleton, if I may say this, best speech of the entire day. Oh, my God. He is just such phenomenal a, speech. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. As a matter of fact, uh, he paid me a visit yesterday. Unfortunately, oh, yesterday was his last day. That breaks my heart. Yeah, it broke my heart. But he took the time to come and sit and talk to me. We had an awesome conversation about, you know, where he's at and where he's going to and so it's really great uh it'll be a loss to me in this community but his cell phone number is staying the same so i'll know how to find him but a little bit about the fabric awards because i think it's so important a lot of people um don't know it or never heard of it before but to me you know i was actually a recipient it was probably one of my proudest moments in this community because here you saw that community vote you know it's like six seven hundred people in front of you who have come to say yes this is this is great we're honoring you yes and and to be selected as a leader in one of those categories leadership business leadership and education leadership i think is just amazing and um to hear you know people speak i i just i don't know my heart just jumps a beat every time we do it but it's so important if you get a chance and you want to know more just go to craven community college and go to their website and under under it they have community fabric awards and you really it's part of the foundation all the money raised goes to scholarships and helping people and these are everyday working people who need to get ahead who need an education so they can get better jobs and make more money and they're doing a great job but they can't always afford it some people are coming there can't afford the gas in their car to get to classes so that's where this money comes in well i was really blown away i'm gonna just toot their program if i can you should when they talked about that cdl course where it's only 20 only 2500 but if you can't afford the 2500 there are scholarships available for 2500 dollars, you can get your cdl license and then Walmart will hire you for $75,000 to $100,000 full benefits to drive a truck. Uh, amazing. I right? think I'm in the wrong field. Like, right, I might you know? just go get my well, and, and we heard a little bit from um, the gentleman who won the uh, leadership in business from Bosch. From Bosch, yeah. Andy, I can't think of his last name. I'm, I apologize. But, um, and, you know, Bosch's um, partnership with the Volt Center uh, is really amazing that they came out there and set up a line you know, to look like so what they have. So you are actually doing You're what, actually yep. learning and doing what you're going to get a job to do at Bosch. And what after the training, Bosch is right there hiring these people. So it's not like you're going and wondering, am I ever going to get a job? The Volt Center is there to train people because of the jobs that are out there that they couldn't find workers for. You know, we're getting ready to, the Volt Center is getting ready to open up their hospitality program, which is going to, you know, is it going to benefit me? You better believe it is. Um, And it's going to benefit all my fellow restaurateurs, all my fellow hospitality partners in that, you know, they will train people and we will be there to hire them because we need these workers. And it benefits everybody because not only 
like you said, does Bosch have that line? You come in, they hire, but it also helps Bosch in that their retention. Absolutely. So I just want you to know, I'm glad that your mom is watching, but she said, don't ever put Liz behind a big rig. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Both my mother and my dad are in the trucking industry. Fun Uh little fact. They know better, right? (laughs) Also, it's my mother's 60th birthday. Oh, shout out to uh, Jenny. Jenny, she'll be here in two weeks. Oh, She's moving down to her little Trent Woods home. She's officially a new Bernie. So, you know, sexy at 60, you know. Yeah. You know, you can. (laughs) It's just a number. It's the new 30. (laughs) Sexy at 60, is that what they say? Yeah. Don't tell my mom that. Hey, you know why? You know, I think about it. And unfortunately, my mom didn't get to that age but you know um 30 flirty and thriving yeah you know think of all these rhymings i i, I see the big six six in front of me in a month and hey you know and that's okay because i feel good and i sexy know, and 66 to, you know well, Love i don't it. know about that <laughs> that that's waning but yeah. you know, i feel good and that's the most important thing is that you feel good and you stay healthy and you try to stay active and i think that's a good thing but um so the fabric awards was great we, we heard Absolutely good phenomenal. things of course greg singleton we had him on the show here a couple of weeks we ago um he is with the reentry council i'm concerned for the reentry council but he says he's still going to have his finger on it a little bit and, and help so they can well that's also tied else. together right oh, like the absolutely. reentry council puts people into the the Bosch or the Moen or any right, of the programs the and then they come out with the job and then they don't re-enter like it's, right. it's all tied so one of the things I'm working on I was telling him and I've been talking to Ray Stats Dr. Ray Stats who is the president of mm-hmm. the community college as a program and I hope now that COVID is behind us we can work on it so my um, vision for um, Community Fabric Award winners has been we've got 12 years of winners now so we have 12 leader leadership winners business leadership winners and educational winners i'm asking that once a year we hold a leadership summit at the community college um, bringing in all the winners and we get to a round table and so we break off in the three groups and we come up with five topics that we think are important to the community so it's our vision and our what is the strategic plan for the community and and then take those five and debate them among ourselves to come up with one topic for each group so then we put forward to the community our top three priorities for leadership for business and for For education education. i love that and it's like a brain trust when you think i am to walk amongst the people that won in that category david ward you know, the head of Warden Smith, Nelson McDaniel, Tom Broughton, uh, Bob Maddox, myself, Linda Staunch, um, you know, John Siegel's in there now. It's just, it's amazing. To put you all together, yes, figure to put out us what all, you can fix. Exactly. And and bring us together. And um, I, I think it's a great opportunity like to, to do that. Once a year, we would just gather and say, hey, where we're at, where are we at, and where are we going to as a community in these three different arenas? So um, he he's agreed. It's great. We're going to try to work on the dynamics. So, Ray, if you're listening this morning, I'm going to keep pushing you on that. Well, you can see the benefit of that from the education sphere. I mean, the community college is light years ahead of any other community college in the country. And if you bring those people together, it'll just go even further. So I really like that idea. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we're going to be working on that and, uh, you know, moving along. So um, besides that, I had other things. What What else did you have going on this week? 
said Wednesday. Did you? I mean, the world just blurs together. I know. So I had a meeting. Early voting started yesterday. Yeah, it did. No line also. Yeah. So if you do want to vote for whoever, there's no line right now. Yeah. So Tuesday, Tuesday night, um, we had our meeting. Pretty, oh, yeah. pretty quick, pretty quick and easy meeting. We had one topic that we had a lot of discussion on, and that is, I'd be curious to get your input. So um, we have been getting complaints downtown about amplified music. When I say amplified music, it's the buskers that are on the sidewalk. So a gentleman comes into Bayer Plaza, plugs his electric guitar into his amplifier and goes to town. And the shopkeepers have been complaining they can't hear them. The customers couldn't hear. It was getting louder and louder. We were getting complaints. We got another complaint about a singer on another corner with a microphone. Again, it got mm-hmm. really loud in all hours of the day and into the evening. And we're starting to see people come with microphones and different things. So because of that um, and the complaints the police department um, got the police department worked with legal staff to amend our noise ordinance to include no more amplified music. So you cannot have amplified music in public spaces without a permit. When we say without a permit, so if we're having our New Year's Eve concert or you there's a band downtown, yes, you would just get a permit. It would be a special event permit. And then you can do it. But just for somebody to stroll up, open up their, you know, or have their cup and entertain in a public space, so sidewalk, Bear Plaza, somewhere that's public. Now, on private property, different. But in public, um, you would, you know, we couldn't do that. So we did pass that. We had a lot of discussion. Can I take my violin and do it on the corner without the amplifier? Yes, you can. And I can put my little bucket out there? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, You know, it. we... We are concerned. We don't want people to be aggressive just to shake it in their face and say, yeah, but if you, you know, I want money. There. But yeah. yeah. Now, there's a, a group of young ladies that I met, and they are uh, raising money for this really, really awesome charity that's developing in New Bern. And um, I need to share that with you because uh, I really want to help raise some more money for them. But it's called Laundry of Love. Okay. And so um, these young ladies help raise th- these funds. Uh, one of the girls' moms started, the, it's a ministry basically. And she felt that people um, who didn't have washers and dryers in their homes that had to go to laundromats, the expense of trying to wash clothes Mm -hmm. can be a burden. So therefore, you know, you're wearing the same thing all week long. You don't have clean clothes. It really impacts, you know, your Your person. Self-esteem, which impacts everything. Absolutely. So she started this, um, this ministry where she is raising funds and getting money. And, you know, once a month, she goes into a laundromat and they put the word out and they pay for people's laundry. Very cool. But she also ministers to the people and tries to help see what their needs are and whatever. So there is a need for um, funds for this. So if you're interested, it's called Ministry of Love. You can contact me or, you know, I really want to help her. She's done an excellent, excellent job. Excuse me. um, Laundry of Love. And what they're doing is paying for the laundry of people that just need a little hand up. Yeah. So um, it's just been a great organization. But so anyway, um, her her daughter and a friend were playing on the sidewalk but they were against the amendment they wanted to be able to use a microphone because they said their voices are so low that after 10 minutes you know it's really difficult to continue to project i understand that i don't believe that they're out there to be a nuisance but when you make a an amendment or you do something like that to try to uh help and maintain our downtown it is difficult some people win some people lose you yeah. know so um it, it's really hard but i 
I said, you know, they could sit there and, and sing along and people can surround them and it doesn't have to be that's blaring down the can street. Can you use a mic that's not amplified? Yeah, but what's the sense in using a mic that's not amplified? I don't know. Can you that's get, the whole idea. Just trying to get creative for these girls out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know what I think is great about the whole thing? What? I learned a new word. What? Buskers. I've never heard of that word what before. Is buskers. Yeah, bus. That's what it's called. Busker. I didn't know. I never heard of it either. But it's busker. That's the thing you plug into. No, 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 no. Is it? That's a, the a person. Street, a street performer. A street performer. He's a busker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like literally, when I was watching the video, I had to Google like, "What's a busker?" Yeah. <laughs> did it tell you where that word came from? I'm sure it did, but I just real quick I learned that it's a street performer. Busker, I'm like, that's very interesting. Yeah, I'm like, look at that, I learned something. Yeah. Busker. So Michelle, she's asking if a restaurant hires live music outside, they can still use an amp. If it's on private property, yes. If it's on public property, no, unless they've gotten a permit. So when the downtown streets closed and we have entertainment that's provided for, let's say, in Bear Plaza, they have to get a permit. And they have to follow the standards too so um yes for that but it it's more geared to people just setting up and plugging in okay so i'm thinking a lot one of the things i love to go to in the summertime with forest is i'm blanking on their name it is by it's across the street from wells fargo advisors what is the name of that restaurant btm no No. oh oh yes the street so um Blackbeards. Blackbeards. Blackbeards always has like these rock bands in the back. So they would still be able, because they're technically outside, they'd still be able to Correct, use but their they're amplifier. On, they're on private property. Okay. okay. Just they're to on, clarify for the They're people. on private property, but they have to, now they have to um, adhere to our noise ordinance, which they can't go over 70 That's decibels. long been in place. Well, it's been in place a couple of years. We've okay. been back and forth because, again, you know, people just cranking it up, cranking it up, and we do have residents who live who live on those. A lot of people don't know that on top of most of those buildings and those stores, more there and more are apartments people and then living. You think about Skysail, that's behind it. Oh, yeah, even so more. There, there are those issues, and it's trying to find that balance. You know, and I tell people, if you're going to live in the downtown business district, make sure you're aware of that it is a thriving it's a business, business district you know it is a vibrant business district and there's really the good news is you walk out your door and you're right here you got all these wonderful bad amenities news is ready. you walk out your door and you're right there you're right there exactly <laughs> and there's noise and there's trash sometimes and there's things which we're trying to really work on and we continue to try to stay on top of these things but it's it is what it is i don't want i don't want downtown to become a wasteland i've worked too hard to make it be the heartbeat of the city along with others and you know so goes downtown so goes the rest of newburn because i I believe newburn has thrived and grown because of the strength of our downtown oh downtown and i've always said that you know downtown you guys have done such a wonderful job with that i think uh bob says smart growth yes grow smart (laughs) you can't grow too fast you can't use what lose what makes that such a cute homey downtown yeah and 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 that's the way we want it to be we want it to have some vibrancy we like to see a mix of all ages we want to make sure there's things for families you know and that's the park at Christchurch. you know what's better than walking by there and seeing the kids in the park playing it's so great hearing the church bells hearing the city hall bell you know just ringing I, it's just amazing to me i love when i hear the bells ring you know i'm see, like, i love santa claus town I am 31 (laughs) years old and Santa Claus town like it brings tears to my eyes did you guys ever watch Gilmore Girls uh I didn't ever watch Gilmore Girls we live in Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls that should be like a commercial if this place is so idyllic 
Yes, Michelle. Yes, when the streets are closed, you would need to have a permit if you're going to use amplified music. In most cases, the restaurants are not using amplified music. They're using acoustic. And, you know, the diners, I, you know, I'm hearing from patrons in the street. Sometimes when we do have permitted you know, entertainment. So they're like at Bear Plaza and they have a amplifier. People were saying, God, it's so loud because of course that person is trying to amplify down the street. The whole town, yeah. They can't enjoy their dinner because they can't speak to somebody across the table. It's so loud. So again, it's, it's that balance. We want to make sure we're balancing it. Acoustic, you know, guitar is great. You want to have music in the background. We believe that to be the, the best thing to do. Um, but we just want to keep it somewhat controlled so everybody can enjoy it. So it's not where you can't sit there and at least hear yourself think and speak to your dinner partner, guest, whatever you're... Do we know how much a permit would be? No. uh, I don't know that it's any cost, but you have to apply for it. Oh, you just got to apply for it. Very nice. So you would go to Parks and Rec. uh, So it would be newburnnc.gov. Go under the Parks and Rec, and it'll probably give you all the information there. Just give them a call, and they'll be happy. Oh, that's awesome. So those are... That was the the one takeaway from our meeting the other night. It was actually pretty quick. We were out, you know, by 7 o'clock. Isn't that nice? Less than an hour. It was less than an hour, which was really nice to be able to get home and not be 10 30 11 o'clock at night after getting there at like 5 30 so it uh it was really quick and easy and it was good um lots going on this weekend um i just want to tell everybody um right here in the omarks building we have the third congressional um art show that is set up in here we only have five pictures and it is an art competition for um high school students Very and cool. so they participate the funds come from the third district of the congress uh congressman murphy and they put it out there so they're on display there'll be a little reception tomorrow evening and uh it'll be you know it'll be great that we have it right here and people can come well, through and see it on that art note Virginia Spencer is going to be hosting an art program free of cost. American Legion Post 539 is funding it. It's open to any veteran, active duty military, and their families to help them create art and get out some of their anger and their sadness and their awesome. love and their happiness. Awesome. So if you're interested in that, please hit up Virginia. I love how artsy this community is. Yeah, you know, it's got a good mix mm-hmm. of everything. So it's not only that visual arts, we've got a great performing arts Absolutely. community with all these different little theaters and you've got everything from our good friend Bill Hand doing his honor, which is a historical drama, to musicals and other plays. And I think it's just great, you know, that you can come out, have dinner. I'm so looking forward to when Von Lewis opens up so we need to get Von in here okay remind me and let's reach out get to him Von Lewis in here. Okay. and let him talk about his establishment that the old Baxter's jewelry store that he's going to be opening up it's going to be an entertainment venue and I think that's going to be amazing for downtown a little dinner and show yeah show and dinner you know I think it's going to be it's going to be really phenomenal so um, I'm excited about that and Virginia we're glad to promote you anytime Virginia <laughs> you know I love you <laughs> How could you not? She is the Virginia, kindest. could you comment on here and let people know the time since I don't have it on me? Yeah, she is the kindest, sweetest person. She really is. She's what, the best. part of our wonderful downtown family, and that's she, what I love about our businesses downtown. She won our American Business Award of the Year for the state of North Carolina. Did she? So we will be, yeah, American Legion recognized her as the so Americana business. So we're going to be recognizing her at some point this year. So, yeah. So well deserved. She's the best. Yeah, she's, and, and, you know, it's, it's really... And we will be out front of her building and Poppy's 
giving away poppies for a donation if you'd like, but otherwise you can have them for free right. for Memorial Day on May 28th. Awesome. The that's poppies. Monday, Monday, May 20th. No, that's a Saturday. That's a Saturday. Saturday, okay. right before Memorial so that's Day. That's not Memorial Day. <laughs> no, correct. It's the Saturday before <laughs> Memorial Day. I just want to clarify. Just clarifying. <laughs> Um, we'll be outside of Poppies and Carolina Creations, and all of the poppies that we'll be giving away are actually made by 100% permanent and totally disabled veterans. Awesome. And so it's a really cool way to show your support of the military. All those funds go to support American Legion programs. And of course, we are not paid. We are pure volunteers. So all that money ends up in the community one way or another. And that's such a good thing. You know, um, so many opportunities to do good things for our community yeah. from all ranges, you know, from veterans to elderly to children, whatever. And that's why New Bern is such a really, it is. such a great place to live and to work. And we had, uh, we got our challenges. There's no doubt about oh, it. We for have, sure, but there's so many good things. We do. We, there, there's lots of good things. Um, let, let's hear what Craig has to say. Love us some Craig Ramey, who's out at the community college. Lots happening with performing arts downtown. Get your tickets now for a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. So see, Ooh, we have these opportunities, so you know, to do that, work with everybody, and really um, bring in more tourists. And, you know, let's, I want to talk for a minute about tourism. I think it's really, really important. You know, I've been involved with it, gosh, now for... 25 years um, and I actually um, and I'm going to toot my horn a little bit here that's not something I like to do on a regular basis but I want people to understand so I was the chairperson of a of a, a committee to have a convention center in Newburn all those years ago and what had happened was it's an interesting story um, the chamber had bought the building that they that they were in and they decided that they were going to, where Zaytun Reigns is mm -hmm. and where the chamber is, that whole building, they were going to make it a meeting center, okay? Because we had hosted, in 1994, we had hosted the um, governor's conference here. And it was a challenge because we had no large meeting spaces. We used uh, the farmer's market. We set up tents. I mean, we just did not have a space. So the chamber came up with the idea that this is what we needed to do. But they didn't have any money to renovate and to make it. So they were going to partner with the city of New Bern and let the city of New Bern raise its own occupancy tax. So the county had one. The city was going to do one. And at the time, I was sitting on the, the tourism board, and I said, this is crazy we don't need competing groups with monies and everything it needs to be one and you know if we're going to do this that's probably not enough for us to really make a difference let's do, we it, big. Yeah. Let's do it big so i i was able to get the tda the tourism board to agree to fund uh, a study a market study to see if we could really support a convention center so we did it it came out we of course, it said that we needed it. So we had to start figuring out where we would put this, how we would do it. So we formed a committee. I chaired that committee. And it was interesting because um, a gentleman who owned the property where the mall is, all that property behind there, stepped forward and said, I'm going to donate all my property. I'm going to donate all this property to you all to put the convention center here. And so we were like, okay. Um, all right. And then we started really reading the study and understanding. And the study was all about location, location, location. location. And what it really said is 
You've got to be in the midst of hotels. You've got to be in the midst of entertainment and all of that. Now, understand, this is going back in the late 90s. Downtown didn't look like it did. We were at the very beginning stages of bringing it back or bringing it to life. So um, we ended up, we made the decision to purchase the property for $1 million we paid for that piece of property that the convention sits on. And you talk about people up in arms to think that we would spend taxpayer dollars to purchase a piece of land for a million dollars. Now, this is back in the, the yeah, 90s. I'm thinking to myself, imagine how much that plot of land would be right now. You know, and do that when somebody was giving us free land, we could have just put it out there. But it was the wisest decision. I will never be sorry for that decision. I will never be sorry for fighting tooth and nail to make sure that we bought that property and put that convention center there because look how it has really helped oh, yeah. develop and change the landscape of downtown by attracting. Now, we've got some challenges today in that we need more hotels. We've got to be able to have large blocks of room because most event planners, convention planners, want their majority of rooms within walking distance of a convention center or very easy access to that to that location. And, and that's what we're struggling with right now. So, you know, I think it's really important that we understand some of the dynamics of our downtown where, we, you know, we, we can't know where we're going if we don't know where we've been. Absolutely. Or and, where we are. Yeah. You need all three parts. And so it's just important about how we grew and developed downtown. And we continue to do it. You know, one of the visions is we want to continue to look for more retail. As spaces become available or things change in downtown, we want to get offices, to be honest with you, the professionals on a second floor and and tertiary or secondary areas. And we want the storefronts to be retail, that kind of thing, because as you have that, it draws more people. I would love a heels shoe <laughs> store. Everybody wants something. Shoes, clothes, yeah, more. We, well, we definitely, I would love a shoe store myself. But, um, you know, those are all the, the wants, you know, and all our little desires and dreams of what this vision used to look like. But uh, you know, that that's the interesting evolution of downtown. And I believe, I strongly believe that downtown is the economic impact for Craven County and for the rest of the city of Newburn, because as downtown goes, so goes everything else. If it's not strong and whole and vibrant, you're not going to see the growth in the Tabernas and the Carolina Colors and the Longleaf Pines and those places or Greenbrier, because people come here and they go, God, you know, this is kind of cool. I like this. I could live here. Mm -hmm. I could actually do this. And then they find with it, they don't necessarily live in downtown or Stark District. A lot of people don't like old houses, but they settle here. And that's what has helped us expand the tax base. And that's why I've been so passionate about downtown. And, you know, I get accused all the time of, oh, you only care for downtown. You're not going to care about my section of town or this section of town. And that's so untrue because if I don't keep downtown strong and whole, it's going to impact what's happening in the rest. And, you know, we've got some real infrastructure issues that we need to address. Um, and, you know, we're working on it. It doesn't happen overnight. We still have, you know, underground pipes and things that were here from the 1890s, you know, that were laid there that, you know, have to be removed and changed. It, it's just, this is old Newburn, and we're trying to, you know, change it and move it up. But, you know, I, Again, a strong Newburn is is a good Newburn. Um, Virginia Spencer has posted on our class. site, so please take a look at that. American Legion Art Class, May 14th. 12 to 3. It's free. It, is that a Sunday? I believe it is. 
a, f- a Sunday or a Saturday? F- Saturday, okay. Saturday. That's a Saturday, May 14th from 12 to 3. And you have an artist donating her time to teach. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Fran. We appreciate it. This is her second class. So um, it's things like that that really make our community special. We have been on fire lately. So American Legion just endorsed two more girls from Newborn High School to go to Boys and Girls State. So for those of you who don't know what Boys and Girls State is, it is, hi, Randy. It is, it's a government course that kids can go to over the summertime. It takes place in June. One is for boys, one's for girls. They learn about local government. They learn about the federal government, how they all work together. But it's very, very important for kids to go to this if they want to go to a military academy. Last year, one of our newborn boys, he went and now Uh he's been accepted into the U.S. Coast Guard Academy. Oh, amazing. try to send kids. And I'm very proud of this because typically only one to two kids Go for an American Legion post cross country. We are sending 11 kids this year, which is huge. And it is only happening because of Dave yeah. Nelson. Put, put it to the woman. Now, look, let me tell you something. This is I, all Dave Nelson. This I love me. me some Dave Nelson. He's yeah. amazing. I had the privilege, and it was a privilege, to be his co chair. Him and I were co chairs for the Purple Heart Banquet that we oh, put on several years ago. Yes. So it was just, it was wonderful working with him. He is the kindest yes i mean most wonderful gentle person that i have ever met and i just love him dearly and i enjoyed working with him so i know you have a gem in him we do and he has worked so hard to ensure that kids this year we're sending kids from pamlico new Bern, some other school and then epiphany and Mm -hmm. he just makes sure that it doesn't matter where you come from what your socioeconomic background is these kids have an opportunity and it's awesome to know that we're sending new Bern high school students out to get this experience so that will end up coming a here. A lot of people don't know what Boys and Girls State is. Okay, so That's Boys and Girls State, it's an American Legion program where you learn about local and federal government, how they all work together, and you learn the skills to one day serve the country, whether it's as a local city alderman or whether it's as a senator or a congressman. The cool part is the list of people who have gone to this. Everybody from Garth Brooks to Bill Clinton, everyone you can think of who has gone on to do really amazing things have gone to this program. And it is interesting that you put Garth Brooks and Bill Clinton in the (laughs) same. I was trying to like make it diverse because I knew if I said Bill Clinton, we were going to. Trying to keep this apolitical. I'm going to have to put my send my picture to Eric so he can post it of me. Standing talking to Bill Clinton. Did you, let me pull up the Boys State um, attendees. It's truly incredible how many have gone. And, um, so we're just proud because we want these kids be. to come back it's to amazing. New Bern and do great things. And I, I and got that's to follow the up. Follow up. Let's get them involved. That's the one thing. We do all these leadership trainings. And then I go, where is everybody? You know, they I don't back see and them. talk. I want these people involved in our local government. You know, we have New Bern 101 right now. And New Bern 101 is a class, you know, of course, it's eight I'm weeks. I'm Leadership Craven right yes, now, which I is mean, the greatest just, thing ever. I mean, but what are you going to do with it afterwards? I'm you get that not this knowledge. I understand to do what to lead. Oh, of course, to lead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To yes. to lead. Well, I want to see more leaders step up. Yes, and and take these leadership roles and and change the dynamics of some of what we're doing. Leadership craving. So. Okay, so I got to tell you guys this. It is just to throw people out there. John Bon Jovi has gone to this. Dick Cheney has gone to this. <laughs> Bo Biden. Everybody across the board has gone to mm-hmm. Boys and Girls State. So I'm hoping some. And I kids. never realized it was an. It started with American Legion. An American it's Legion program. program. Yeah. I never knew that. And and where is it at? Where do you go? To? This year they're going to a Catawba College. I think I said that right. 
Catawba, Catawba yes. Catawba College. It's in Salisbury. Yes. So they'll go in June for one whole week. And okay. then when they get back, they'll come talk to the Post because our guys and girls love to see, like, how excited they are. The U.S. Coast Guard Academy boy who got in, he came back and he has been the biggest advocate for the program. He told the two girls we just endorsed that it changed his life and everything. He did not expect it to be so fun. He did not expect to learn so much. So if you have a kid who has any interest. So what what age do you have to be? A rising senior? Or just a junior. You need from... to be a junior. Rising senior. Okay. So. so if you have any, if you have a junior who's interested in yeah. local government, federal government, who just wants to go to a military academy, please, please, please send them our way. Also, since I'm plugging kids programs, if you have a child who loves to talk and who loves the Constitution, if you can get them to talk for eight to 10 minutes without pause, without errs and ums, they can get a $25,000 scholarship from American Legion if they talk about the Constitution. I had the tremendous honor of watching these kids this past weekend. The third place prize is 20 grand. These kids walk away with a full ride scholarship. Yeah, a, a scholarship for a year. Yeah. It, well, if that'll, unfortunately, if now. inflation stays down. So <laughs> if you've got a happen. kid in Craven County and you're looking for scholarship opportunities, you're looking for educational opportunities, that's something American Legion does also. We are not just about veterans serving veterans. We want to show that veterans make communities better. Without us, communities don't thrive. So if you have any kids, let me know. Um, very, very proud commander this week. So what? there's a there's a program that the General Assembly does where like the pledges will go up and they get to work like beside Steve Tyson and, you know, uh, other representatives and stuff like that, like like over the summer to learn about like like further. Is there a way to kind of like mimic that locally? Yeah. So with Boys and Girls State in particular, they will all get to beat Congressman Congressman Murphy. He's just the sitting one. And then local politicians. I know E.T. Mitchell adopts one. Try to mentor them. We will support anyone who stands up to say, "Hey, let's mentor these kids yeah, once they're back." I know. I've absolutely. You know, I've never, we've never been approached as we a board of seven Alderman. girls this year, so I'll send uh, you yes, two. Yes, send me a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Woman power, yeah. yeah. You know what? Maybe could they come on the show? Yes, after, absolutely. After they finish, let's bring a, a young man and a yes, young woman. Let's bring them in. Let's bring two of them on. We'll talk to them after, and let's hear about their experience and what absolutely. it meant. I think it would be really great. And the two from Newburn High School, their parents are cops with Newburn PD. So it is so community involved. Nobody realizes how all these organizations when are you're tied in, together. When you're in a little town, I'll tell you, it's, it's creepy. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's great because yes, we all we're all interdependent, yeah. you know, and I think it's really good it's a it's a good thing and we need to you know continue to really support yes the july show i'm bringing these girls in really you know celebrate um all of this because it's a great thing especially for our youth you know we want to um you know i heard something last night about wanting to keep our kids in in newborn you know most parents they raise their children in hopes that they'll be able to stay in the place where you raise them and find jobs and that isn't always the case around here and we're working really hard because we want young people to stay. And the interesting thing that's happening with the way the world is changing right now is that people that have retired down here or moved down here, their kids are coming because now they can work remotely. So, um, you know, they're having a better quality life moving from those big cities and high taxes. Absolutely. Bring them on. <laughs> and uh, Big plots of land down here for yeah, cheap. Yeah. And so uh, we're seeing more of that, you know, happen, which is really good. Um, 
there's an event coming up, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some interesting speakers. So next week, we're going to have Benita Simmons. Ooh, and I know you do, you do you know, yes. Benita, she's just um, an amazing woman. Um, and she is the leadership behind um, Tried by Fire, my yes, sister's house, I'm which so excited. is a home that's going to be built for women getting out of prison, trying to give them that that leg up. And um, she I worked with her to uh, start this is going to be the first annual gospel fest yes and you know i always thought we have so many wonderful churches so many wonderful gospel singers in new Bern that wouldn't it be a great way to showcase our local talent and then almost do a workshop and bring in a noted gospel singer and so we're starting this it's going to be may i guess you that that saturday it. it, it's, it's it's also that, in may yeah it's that first may 13th i believe it is I, and she um it will be a community college, and she's done a great job pulling it together. But she's going to come in next week and talk about it, talk awesome. a little bit about Tried by Fire. I can't wait because her. that's going to fill in for that reentry council. I yes, I can well, see that overlapping. She's, yeah, she's working with that um, right now. The interim for reentry council is going to be Angela Wilson, who has worked, you know, side by side with Greg. So they've got some continuity there a little right. bit uh but she's going to be a great guest and we're also going to have commissioner denny booker coming on and he's going to come in i'm going to pick him a little bit about his commissioner role but he's really coming in to talk about the car show which is also going to be on may 14th so we're going to have but this is how it is every year in new spring yeah it's just you have a million options right. which is a good thing for the citizens it's a great thing. So it's it's coming. That we'll have all the great cars downtown, and it'll work out really. Oh, really, well, you know what? I want to say that it is not the thirteenth. It's next weekend, so it's Mother's Day week. Oh, it's Mother's Day weekend. It's Mother's well, Day weekends, which I can't keep straight. It's like something crazy all the time. So the streets will be closed next Saturday. Okay, for Mother's Day. For mo- well, sa- Sunday is Mother's Day. They'll be closed on that mother's day as well because some of the restaurants will be outside serving but it'll be closed on saturday with all the um cars and everything so i think it's gonna be great it's gonna be a fun weekend yeah, doug is. is telling us to remind everyone about tomorrow's parkinson's awareness walk at taberna country club yes and john D'Amico is still looking for volunteers for rock study boxing i can tell you doug my mother will be here in two weeks and, she and her be. sister will be here and they will both be volunteering with you and we have also I don't know if I can announce this officially, but American Legion will be hopefully approving in this year's coming budget in June one year sponsorship for a veteran in need for their rock steady boxing program. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm so glad we had them on board. I mean, they were a great community, show last community. Week. Yeah, it, it yeah. was really great. And of course, everybody loves Bethany. So she does an She's amazing job. So yes, please get out there. Walk. Go, to, go and take a good walk at Suburna Country Club. And I mean, who would not want to work with John D'Amico? I mean, oh, I, I know. <laughs> so go out and volunteer. Also, I think this is one of those things. You never know who Catch might have show. Parkinson's Go back there. online. You can go to uh, newburnlive.org. Is that correct? EricNewburnLive.org, and you can uh, check out all the stuff. You can check out our show. Oh yeah, we week. have a podcast now, people. We are legit. We have a podcast. We have a podcast. <laughs> Sabrina's are. like, we have a podcast. Yeah, I like, still what? don't. I still don't get that. Okay, so I don't. Podcast, I, I don't understand what the difference is. What we do right now and a podcast. So this just doesn't. Just doesn't this, rock me. <laughs> it's kind of similar, but the podcast gives you a little more freedom. You can go listen to it at whatever time you want. Yeah, but you, you don't can have listen to, be on to Facebook. this whatever time you want. You can just. Click into it, right? It's, well, it's a lot of people 
like for like when we do it on Facebook, a lot of like you have to go to Facebook. A lot of people have them to their podcast and they automatically download them to their device. There, and then when they get in their car, it starts playing. Okay, so what? But can't you go to? Are we on like YouTube too? We're yeah. on YouTube. But so can't you? Isn't that the same disc deal? No. no okay. <laughs> Who knows? Well, now you're on Facebook, Wait, YouTube, you Twitter. Po- <laughs> how do you find a podcast? So you download Apple Podcasts or so, Spotify. But oh, wait a second. What if you don't have an Apple phone? You can down. You don't need an Apple. Fo- you can download Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Spotify is another. You know Joe Rogan, the big okay Joe Rogan on Spotify. Okay, we're gonna be taking over Joe Rogan's. Oh, we are. Okay, yeah. Watch <laughs> out, Joe Rogan. The women are coming oh, after. Us. Hey, Michael. make sure you send him a message. The women are coming after. Him. I yeah. love that. Now oh, you don't have it. to wait for the. If you don't want to catch it on the radio, if you don't want to get on Facebook or YouTube, we're now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'll just get the community information out there hey, one more way. I love it. I, I love it because I want to engage. You know, that's what City Talk started out to be so that we could talk about what was happening in Newburn. So it took it away from the barbershops and the, you Absolutely. know, over the fence and everybody chatting in town. You want the information? Come on. Yeah. Yep, come and get can, it. We can, uh, we can uh, make sure everything is uh, good information and not misinformation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So everybody. Okay. So now I know walk. about podcasts. Okay. About yay podcasts. me. Yay walk me. for Parkinson's. Parkinson's one I always want to like hit on really hard from the veteran aspect, but also from the everyone aspect, because as a veteran, you never know who might suffer from Parkinson's yeah. one day with toxic Absolutely. exposure. We have veterans who are still suffering from Agent Orange. So if you can't walk tomorrow, please donate a dollar or $5 or $10 to Rock Steady Boxing right. to help them out. Right. So I'm going to um, send a boo, a not boo? a shout out, a boo to the state of New York. So um, you will love this. Um, uh, my sister and I were contacted um a couple of months ago that m- my father had yeah. been nominated and um, – it was agreed upon that he would be entered into the New York State Purple Heart Hall of Fame. That's awesome. I know. I, amazing. Gosh, I mean, yeah, amazing. My sister and I were just so honored and, you know, we were so excited and we were invited to come to the state capitol because it was the, our local state senator who nominated my dad. Okay. So we were going there. They were having this really nice ceremony and this luncheon and we were going to go there and receive the award. So I've, I've made plans to go up. It was supposed to be Tuesday. So I was going to fly up to Albany and, and take care of this. So, uh, I guess Wednesday, we got an email from them saying, oh, so sorry. We believe there's a rise in the case in in COVID cases, and we're so concerned that we're canceling the event. I was like, you are kidding me. So is he in the... Is he in the Hall of Fame? Well, I, but yes. But no recognition. No, yeah. No you know, formal Yeah, because ceremony. they do this. So my sister sent an email to them saying, you know, hey, thank you. You know, is it going to be like a Zoom or virtual? or Nothing what, at what, all. What, what is it going to be? And um, the CDC said, we're not in a pandemic anymore. So why would you do this? <laughs> you yeah. know? And so I just want to uh, say boo to the state of New York. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> Just put out like a purple heart, his purple heart, and a picture of Poppy on Memorial Day, and we'll get him. Oh, his favorite. I'm so glad. That was his, you know, he loved more. He loved he Veterans Day. He always did the Day. parade. Always did the parade. Always. And now, you know, shout out to my sister. She's trying to help and oh. get the, mo- there's somebody who's taking over, but, you know, she's trying to put in those two cents that my father used to do. He very lovingly 
tried to make it just right. And, you know, he he was a bulldog, Mm -hmm. my dad. And I've seen him tell congressmen and stuff, you're you're not speaking. No politics at my ceremonies. No politics. It's only about the veterans. (laughs) So Nita Lowy was the the congressional representative for our area. And, you know, she would call my father, Ben, can I speak at the ceremony? No, no, no politics. No politics. no politics. American legionnaire if I've ever seen. Yeah, he said, nope, this is all about the veterans. We're only, he, he invites, you know, Marine Corps, Navy, if you're like a retired veteran, you know, he's asked Tom Broughton, you know, other, that's who is going to do it. But he's not having no politics. <laughs> no politics. So Amen. I was I like, Daddy, that. how could you do that? You know, tell the congressman. He said, no, I tell her. It's not, not my parade. Well, it takes away, <laughs> right? Veterans are veterans are veterans. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. A veteran is a veteran. That is correct. And there are so few of us. Why aren't we just correct. coming together for the right. betterment of the world? Um, also, too, check it out. Virginia Spencer has uh, posted her email, VRG, VRG Spencer at gmail.com or asking Carolina Creations if you want to sign up for that art class. So that's a really good thing. So much coming up. But I'm so glad, like, the pandemic is really behind us. I I flew without a mask. I know. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, it was wild. Back up to New York. And so my question is, you know, that was like 2019. So Mm -hmm. does that mean I'm 29 again and I can formally celebrate my 30th birthday the way I wanted to all along? Because I didn't get to celebrate it because it was freaking COVID. I know. It's just amazing. It's good. And I also found out the other day that now Italy, because, you know, it's my favorite place to travel, has lifted um, no vaccine requirement, no mask requirement. You just have to have a negative PCR test like 72 hours before. So I'm like keeping my fingers crossed that maybe the end of the summer we might could get get a trip there. But the only thing I have to say is it's problematic because of what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, Of course, the gas shortage is impacting Europe. Yeah. And it's making prices go really high. People are not getting the goods and the services. Of course, Ukraine is also the breadbasket for Europe. The flowers and other things are not coming through. So there's there's a few issues. So I'm not 100% sure this may be the right time, but I'm hoping sooner rather than later. And tying that back to North Carolina, fun little fact, which I did not know of until recently, North Carolina's sister country is Moldova. Moldova? I didn't realize that. Moldova? Was it Moldova? Am I I've never heard. I've never heard that. Oh, or maybe it's not Moldova. It's the one that's like just came out yesterday and said they're concerned about the impact of Ukraine's war spilling over. Let me confirm this really quick. Ah, yes, did. Moldova. They're really good. They've been taking in Ukrainian refugees. Well, yeah, all those bordering countries have and Poland, so let's Bulgaria. really pray that this does not spill over because once again, as a district that is so inundated with military, I'd prefer if people were not deployed to this crisis. Yeah. So just keep everybody in your prayers. Absolutely. Well, we have a lot in Germany right now in Poland. Yes, we Poland do. and yeah. up in Norway. Yep, we, we do we do have troops up there, and, and you're right. We need to keep them uh, in, in our prayers. I'm so glad. So Sunday's May 1st. I'm so glad. You know, it's like, where have the four months gone in 22? I mean, just. Oh, my gosh, I know. Uh, breezed it's by. Already it's already May. First, and before you know it, it's Memorial Day. The summer kicks off, and welcome hot weather to Newburn, North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> so here's your really fun fact in case you all thought I was crazy. The city of Greensboro, North Carolina became an official sister city with the district of Buyukani in the city of Moldova in June 2000. Okay. And the North Carolina Secretary of State deemed it our sister country. Well, m- might be, but 
Did you know that Newburn is Burn Switzerland? But we're the daughter. We're not the sister. We we're consider the, we consider Burn the motherland, and oh. so we are the daughter. City I like that of Bern, Switzerland, because we were founded by Baron de Graff and Reed, New Bern, and um, that's how. And we have had a long-standing, century-long standing with um, with Bern, Switzerland, and the country of Switzerland. Of course, in, in 2010, when we celebrated our 300th anniversary, we had a delegation come. We had the mayor of Bern come. We had the awesome. Swiss ambassador here, and it was it was very very cool. That is so cool. It was very cool, and. Um, it was an honor to to be an alderman at that time. It's some memories that I will always cherish. I love these yeah. European ties. Yeah, it was it was really great. And of course, if you look at our clock tower, it, mm-hmm. it looks pretty much it mimics the clock tower in Bern, Switzerland, and and you know the bears and all of that around. So it, it is really cool. I think we have a lot of charm here. A lot, a lot of, of history. A lot of history. Oh. A lot of charm. His bust is safe, right? Say this again. His bust is safe, right? His bus, yeah, I talked about that the other night. So, so everybody, go by City Hall. So, where the De Graffenried statue was, and we had a plaque for James Davis, who invented, had brought the first printing press to New Bern, um, to the state of North Carolina. Um, that is all gone now. It is safe. It is in storage because they've dug everything up there. Now all the shrubs are gone because next week we're going to start laying the groundwork for the elevator. I'm so excited. Oh, that we are is gonna awesome. have an elevator at City Hall. We're, it's going to finally be handicap accessible. Finally. Let me, I, I just have to make this statement for everybody who has moaned and groaned and complained that we had to spend a million dollars more than what was budgeted and, and what it's going to cost us to build this elevator shame on you and let me tell you why I don't care if it cost us 20 million dollars to be honest with you it's worth it how can we deny access to disabled people elderly people who can't climb steps to get into the people's house how can you do that it is too long coming we should have done it years and years ago and that will be all of us one day it will yes. be all of us one day yes, we should be able to be informed there, citizens. there are handicapped individuals that want to be involved in Absolutely. government young people who just are in wheelchairs who can't get in there we can't even hire disabled people because we don't have handicap restrooms they can't get in the building now people say oh well that's illegal you can't do that no it's a historic building Correct. we are grandfathered and therefore we didn't have to do it is that right it is not right right so we have fought and i'm totally so excited that we're finally going to get this started they said the construction will be a year so please everybody you know next spring I hope you all stand by me as we cut that ribbon and we open up that... one you of know, my closest girlfriends is she's 25. She's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And she should be able to go talk about what matters to her in front of her local representatives. And she can't right now. And so I agree with you, whether it's 100 million, 20 million, 1 million, who cares? Yeah. That's what the citizens. You deserve. have to do that. And yes, could we have spent money somewhere else? Yes, absolutely. Oh, There's but always somewhere it needs to be spent. But we should have done this. 40 years ago. Absolutely. And and it was they kept passing it over because of the expense. Absolutely. And we just need to. It's going to look great. It's going to be right there. There will be an elevator that will get you three full three floors so it'll get you into the first floor of City Hall, second floor where our meeting space is, awesome. and then the third floor where we have some offices. Right. And I want you to know those employees um you know are having to lug stuff up and down three flights of stairs. You know, that's just not fair to anybody. Right. I you know, I can hardly get <laughs> 
two flights of stairs and about kills me. It really does. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that we've started the process. As you go by, you're going to see the construction. It's probably going to be a little aggravating to some of us at times, but know the end result is going to be what the citizens want. I guess, um, Sherry, thanks for your uh, comment about that. She drove two gentlemen from Bern, Switzerland on the Triumph Palace shuttle a couple of years ago, and they were so happy to be here. They found us on the internet, and I think that's great. You're right, Virginia, doing the right thing. That is the right thing. Um, We need for all citizens to be able to access our beautiful, historic, iconic building. You know, what if we just abandon it? What? Oh, I said you can make a museum. You could do this. I mean, come on. That is... That is the central point of our okay, city. Absolutely. And Completely agree. that is the iconic, you know, whenever you see anything about Newburn, what do you see? The clock tower. Yep. That is our icon. And it needs to be accessible. We need to have more employees there so that the citizens come in and do the job. Um, <laughs> thank you, Mayor. I appreciate that. I did lead the charge and you helped me. And I appreciate that because, again, it was difficult to have to spend that money. I'm just... Oh, and remiss I that, at what it's going to cost. It just it is right because I am a fiscal you know fiscal conservative. But you know sometimes you got to spend money to make everybody money. should have access. <laughs> you know, and and for all we know, it. the next elected official might be in a wheelchair, and now they can run because they can have an office. Like, a- absolutely, so many good things can come from. And that. you know, we in the renovation of City Hall. You know, again, shout out to the mayor. He has named me and appointed me as the city historian and I really appreciate that because I do love the city and I love its history um city hall history so um what what we've done is we've taken the second floor and we renovated last July we got everything you know redone up there new carpet it looks great we moved the mayor's office from the first floor to the second floor in anticipation of having this elevator we also have an alderman's suite a room there where the alderman can get in there and meet around the table and you know if you have to do business with a citizen you can bring them there to that room and you know have access to information and so it's been really it's been great for us and and once we have that elevator, we can get uh, our citizens upstairs and coming to meetings and doing what they do. But um, I still have more pictures to hang and more memorabilia, and we have to do things like that. Uh, but it was a lot trying to get it ready last July. Get it ready. So as we're moving forward, we're going to continue um, really upgrading it and making it look really good. I've got some great plans um, for some of the historic artifacts, one of which is we actually have the minute book from the late 1700s. Oh, that's wild. Of the meetings of the city of Newburn. So it's in our vault. Um, I hope to take it out and display, and display it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, under protective glass, but it is a real gem. And um, it's should be used too as a research tool so we know about our city and why we did the things we mm-hmm. did and who were the people involved and that's what I want to learn more about who were our early fathers you know what was their vision what did they think about this community and and how did we come from a a period of revolutionary war and an institution of of the United States of America to the state of North Carolina which we were the seat through our civil war do you know the city of Newburn actually shut down during the civil war I did not know that. there was no you know no elected officials and no meetings or anything like that pretty much just shut down uh, during the Civil War. We need to talk more about that. Why and how did how did things stay? Did they collect taxes? Uh, you know, I don't know if they did anything like that. How did how did people 
get the services that a quote-unquote government provides during that time. So a lot of unanswered questions. I hope to delve into the, in the next few years and get some answers, but I think it's it's all interesting. Is that oh. is that minute book going to answer the mystery of who was the first mayor of New York? You know, I, we're hoping. I don't know. I've looked through it, and I still don't see where I'm, I, I can find that, but... Again, I'm going to, I haven't really, to be honest with you, sat there and, and gone Let through it. You know, I have, I have been known to do stuff like that. When I came into office in 2009, I went through every minute of the Newburn Housing Authority from 1939 when it was, um, you know, started up through 2009 to find out all the mistakes they had made. And we did. And we found that we were able to reconstruct uh, the housing authority because of the errors mm-hmm. in appointments and other things. But I had to start all the, all way, the way back, back. at the beginning and piece it year by year by year. It took me, I think it was two full days of going through minutes. I mean, I had two like eight, 10 hour days just going through every single minute. And uh, it was kind of interesting, but I'm going to do that with that other minute book and try to, <laughs> when I have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're running out of time, but on the history aspect, I figured you wouldn't mind if I said this. We all saw what happened with the local cemetery, and it is incredibly unfortunate. So if you are a history buff or you care about, you know, taking care of our history, please reach out to the Historical Society and see if you can donate funds or services. So it won't be the Historical Society. It won't be? So let me tell you, the damaged, um, you're talking about the damaged headstones. So a couple ways. Um, The city of New Bern, of course, we own... The property. That's my mistake then. Okay. But we own the property, but we don't own the graves. The family members own those graves. They're deeded to them. So, of course, you've got people who died in the 1800s. 200, 200 years ago. And, of course, there's no family or whatever. How do you, you know, get somebody to be responsible to fix fix the grave? So there's a group called the Questers. The Questers. Okay, it's the Questers. It's the Questers. So they're the ones that have worked, but they work in cooperation with the city of Newburn. So I want everybody to know that this week, each alderman is given what's called discretionary funds. So we have monies. We get $1,000 a year um, and I had $500 left in my discretionary fund it ends June 30 before the new budget the new year. Um, and so I have given that $500 to the questers to put towards fixing some of these headstones or, okay. or, or the graves that have been done so yes people can make donations I would donate to the questers because they're the 501c3 nonprofit okay. group and you can donate to them but make it be specific to the damaged headstones so i would make it there were 18 18 grave sites oh that were okay. um, i know i mean it's just amazing that people could be so uh so mean-spirited to do something like that but a check you know, to the questers so I, you know, i'm going to challenge everybody i i put up 500 dollars of my city funds i'm challenging any businesses individuals out there to match that 500 and a dollar ten dollars whatever and let's try well, to the questers- are they allowed to fix it um, or do they like before they can like because like someone's going to have to hunt down ancestors. Correct. Right. Are they yeah, allowed but to they t- pretty much, you know, they, they know. I mean, okay. we got, these headstones were people who died in 1812 and, yeah, you know, right. and, you know, 1850s, 60s, very um, early 1900s. And why they may try, they they much know based on the care of of the graves you know it's it's so we'll be able to fix it without finding the ancestors 
Yeah, I mean, the okay. questions are going to go there. I, I mean, if they think they can, they will. But in most cases, because it's so long, I mean, if it would have been more recent, anything even in the, let's say, the 1950s going forward, but I think it would be too hard to go. All the way back to 18. Yeah. You know, something that's 100 plus years old be Well, it was so unfortunate because the questers had just reached out to us, I want to say like a week and a half ago, for flags. We donated like 100 flags to them for Memorial Day. So they, because right. the old flags over there were so tattered and they right. Terrible. Right. And then to have it two days later. I know. It's been really bad. But they, these are opportunities for people to get out. Come together. Support the good work of some of our nonprofits. And I think that's a that's a good thing. And there's, uh, again, um, unfortunately, I hate that we have these challenges, whether it's a 500-year flood that we had a challenge of. It's COVID. It's somebody destroying this. It's somebody not paying attention to a, uh, to a cemetery where you all came in. But... Newburn is so good at rising up. But thankfully, we once have they the know, clusters. Yeah, once they know what the challenge is, it's amazing how people will rise up and and try to right the wrong. Not many people in America have us questers. Yeah, they can call. Yeah, it's like, a great hey. group of women. Um, I was really fortunate. My next door neighbor started the group. Her name was Jeannie Collison. She was just amazing. Her and her husband were such philanthropic people who loved this community. But retired here. Um, they were also. Uh, he was Kirk Collison was the brainchild behind the gazebo at Union Point Park. Uh, he helped design it, raise the funds, do whatever through the Women's Club, who his wife was president at the time. But um, they started the Questers, and they're actually uh, buried in uh, oh, Cedar Grove Cemetery. So, cool. um, just like I said, the dearest friends to me, and I, I miss them both dearly. But uh, uh, great great people who really gave to our community and you know it i'm going to be hanging there one day because i've got cemetery plots so um it's funny the the bengal family are uh, all steve's his grandparents his father's parents and his parents his brother they're all buried out at the newber memorial cemetery which is um off of trent road Mm -hmm. back in there so i told steve i said i can't go there he said, well, I said, I've worked too hard for downtown. You are not hauling me to Trent Woods <laughs> when I've worked so hard for downtown. So he said, well, it's not Trent Woods. It's City of Newburgh. It is Trent Woods. I said, it's just going it's, to Cedar Grove. You know, I, so I want to be in Cedar Grove. So luckily, his mother's parents had a grave site there that there are unused plots so we were able and his mother was the last surviving member and they kind of passed through the family who weren't used so she deeded them to us before she died so i'm gonna get to hang with the joneses there you because go. they were the jones fam i'm gonna hang with the joneses in downtown newburn so i'm very happy there we go <laughs> Well, God, can you believe an hour goes I by know. so quickly? It really does. And we were worried about what we were going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, there's always <laughs> something to talk about. And that's why I love you, Liz. But let, let me tell everybody, thank you for joining us today. Please share um, our, our show today. Of course, it'll be on uh, 96.3 at 6 o'clock tonight. And it'll be I just, on Spotify you know, and sh- Apple Podcasts yeah, that's 24-7. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, shout out to my co-host, Liz. Her and I um, have great synergy together and I love um, with yeah you. and I I like I like this uh partnership it's worked it's out really fun. good so thank you for being thank with me today inviting me yeah oh no look we are we are absolutely a team there's lots going on in the city um the weather's good today a little cool but it's good get out support our local businesses yes. downtown anywhere in Newburn support our local businesses be kind say a kind word to somebody if you're upset about something Think about what you're going to say before you speak to that person. And let's spread some kindness, okay? Everybody have a great week. And Liz and I will see see you on the sidewalks. Bye.